0: Hey everybody, welcome to Real Brave Live. It's Wednesday, that means we're talking about music. Music entertainment. Uh, today we're going to talk about the top 10 women singers of the 1980s according to some somebody. <laughs> so it's a list and it's going to leave somebody out. It's not according to us, so that's the disclaimer. Yeah, so that that's what makes it fun cuz then we can debate it. Uh, this is going to close out Women's History Month, but should it really? Should we just always celebrate women? and their contribution to music, so we should keep the conversation going, definitely. Yeah. My name is Dan, and we're a music school. We, we teach many people how to make, play music. We've uh, taught probably over 10,000 students over the past uh, 15, 16 years. We have an online program called Practice Pad too. You can sign up, and it's got its own video room, its own uh, gamified learning, curriculum, lots of fun, if you, especially if you like music. This show is all about Two musicians in a room talking about music—it's always a blast. Welcome, Kevin. It's nice to see you. Welcome, Dan. Nice to see you too. On real brave live. And this is episode 44. 44. I think we've got it down to a science. Uh, program alert. We're gonna—we got it down to like a kids' science class where the volcano explodes. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna start doing interviews. So we've got kind of a format. Mm-hmm. I think we've got a banter. Yep, you're a jerk. I sure am. And um, I think we're going to be able to to talk about music, and and uh.
1: Can we back? Can we? Can we just back up? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a what? I'm a jerk? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, nine out of 10 uh, users or watchers that don't like you.
1: But that's my persona on camera. You know, when I'm on, not on camera, I'm a very uh, kind.
0: <laughs> I meant that as, as fun. Oh, sure. But we're going to start doing interviews with students, uh, talking about their experience with music, their journey. We're going to start talking to musicians around the world. We've got some really great announcements of people from the UK that I've met through an app called Clubhouse, where it's just a really great you know, a, a place for musicians to talk. But we're going to talk here about what they're doing. Uh, bands. We're going to have some performances plus this talk and Kevin being Kevin.
1: Yeah, and that's let's be honest, that's what people are here for,
0: right? Let's 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 be honest. While we're at it, <laughs> that's what that's exactly the opposite. Of what I And said additionally,
1: before. yes.
0: So so, all right. So we we also posted in the previous link, and maybe we can post it again. There was a, a nice little Spotify mix. Oh yeah. Um, uh, with some of the artists that we're going to talk about today, some of the music in there is from the 70s, but who's, who's keeping track? Not the
1: person who came up with this list. Right.
0: And um, we're going to start with number
1: 10, Susie Sue. Susie Sue and the Banshees?
0: Susie and the Banshees, uh, which I haven't listened to them in quite some time. I've listened to her in quite some time, so it was nice to hear, especially on this uh, playlist that we have here, yeah. the Dear Prudence remake from The yeah. Beatles, yeah, that, that was, was kind of cool, cool. Yeah. and um, The Passenger I actually haven't heard in a long time, too. I was expecting more of the hair metal stuff, because personally that's where I'm at. I'm in the Vixen stage I, still.
1: I noticed a lot of like New Wave on this list, Yeah, um, but a lot of that very characteristic 80s snare drum with uh reverb turned up to eleven, you know what I'm talking
0: about? Yes. (laughs) So so Susie's English and she's a songwriter, musician, and record producer, uh best known as the the singer for Suzy and the Banshees. Mm -hmm. They released seven eleven, excuse me. Seven eleven? They released Seven Eleven. Yes. And uh, they're famous for Slurpees and music, which is pretty good for them. And Dollar Hot Dogs. They And Bathroom Runs. Yeah. They released 11 studio albums and, uh, and had several UK top 20 singles, mm. including Hong Kong Garden, which I've never heard, A Happy House, Peekaboo, plus a Billboard top 25 hit, Kiss em For Me. Kiss Them For Me. She's definitely one of the most influential artists of the 80s, 100%, and uh, deserves to be on the list somewhere. I don't know, top 10, though. Even uh, without any major American successes, it helped guide the development of modern rock foundation. It's paid off handsomely. That's the wrong word. Uh, during the '90s. Yeah, I mean they, they shouldn't have used. We shouldn't use the word
1: handsomely. <laughs> handsomely?
0: Yeah, it's the best women singers of the '80s. Are you gonna use the word handsomely? You
1: could describe a woman as handsome. I, think. I guess.
0: That's not a feminine word.
2: Oh. Well, we're defying stereotypes. We're yeah. Breaking boundaries.
1: We're, we're we're shattering the norms. It's 2021. Susie Sue is a great, great singer. Uh, very versatile range. Um, Entertainment. Uh, but, also, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but also, sorry. But also, like a, a very characteristic tone in her voice too. That, like, when you hear the banshees, Susie and the banshees, it's like, yeah, I know who that is.
0: And if you hear a banshee in your house, run.
1: Yeah, or call animal control. We'll list the number at the bottom of the screen here.
0: Number nine, we have uh, Patty Smith. Smythe? Smith? Smith. Um, Smith. She's a scandal front woman and the solo artist. Uh, really amazing to hear. I haven't actually heard this song. I'm a sucker for ballads. It's just a sucker yeah. in a lot of ways. But for ballads, you know. You know that that cartoon thing with like the fragrance that like if you if you smell the fragrance you start floating into the next room. Oh yeah, the, that's me with ballads. The old hobo with a pie on the windowsill. Yeah, thing. yeah,
1: <laughs> okay. yeah. I get that. Um, and the '80s was such a great time for power ballads, too. Uh,
0: I haven't heard the word hobo in in a very long time.
1: Oh, it's uh, it's vernacular for a uh, uh, an unhomed person.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Sometimes love just ain't enough with my friend um, uh, Don Henley, but I think that's a '90s song. You know Don Henley? I know Don Henley really well. Really? Yeah, I grew up with him. Oh wow! Yep. Neat. In my in in my in my room uh, with the Eagles, me listening to them. Oh. Yeah. That's he's a he's a drummer and the singer of the Eagles. It's different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but cool. Yeah. No, she was uh, she collaborated with a lot. Um... It was a possible replacement for Davy Lee Roth. Davy David David
0: Lee Davy Crockett Lee Roth.
1: Davy, Davy Lee Roth in <laughs> Van Halen's band. Almost got replaced by uh Patty Smith.
0: Yeah. The Warrior. Yeah. I'm the Warrior. Great tune. It's a great it's a great eighties song. Uh she what else do we know about her? Do we know anything else? Uh... Good that I did my, my research on Patty Smith. Goodbye right, to you, up. never enough. I I don't know the band Scandal. though. any any folks out there know the band Scandal? Any scandal heads out there? Yeah, any, any scandalizers? Comment below. So like, yeah, if you're a fan of the band Scandal, um,
1: you're scandalous.
0: You're you're scandalous.
1: scandalous. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, the Warrior is a great tune, and we're very uh, thankful for it. Number eight, Chrissy Hines, amazing voice. In fact, every time I see her, uh, listen to her sing, I love that she's got this like smoothness to her voice, and then this vibrato at the at the tail end of the the way she sings. Vibrato is like this little shaky thing that some singers do. Yeah, and uh, it's really great. I would play it for you, but I can't. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Thanks, Mark.
1: Um, any fans of The Pretenders will recognize her voice.
0: Um, I'll stand by you is a uh, '90s song on this list. Just, just uh,
1: interesting. Well, um, she formed the Pretenders were
0: formed in '78. They were a huge of uh, the like the post-punk, pre-punk, during-punk scene, like the '80s CBGBs, right? Um, New wave. Yeah, that Venice. that whole thing. Yeah. By the time she finally formed the uh, Pretenders in 1978, she uh, she was experienced enough. T- to find the highly talented bandmates and resilient enough to withstand the deaths of two of them. Which is. Tragic. If you follow music enough, the the, the correlation between the, uh, mental health and. Success. Success. And death. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And I, I think. We're talking about not to bring this whole thing down, but <laughs> no. It's like. Yeah. What's the worst you've ever felt in your life? <laughs> when one of these people kill themselves. It's ah, not great. No, it's not. Because it's a thing. like The mental health for, for a musician, if you know anybody that's out there, they're not working right now. Um, there's there's so much, not despair, but there's just uncertainty in life. Yeah. Uh, please reach out to someone who's a musician that did that for a living. And uh, yeah, like this is just an example. I don't actually know how they died, but I'm assuming it's I it's think it was
2: a drug overdose. Drug overdose.
0: It's a perfect example. Yeah. You know, that's. If, you, if you're abusing drugs, it's not—it's not a great place to be. Um, don't get me wrong; it's a great tune. It's got—it's it's got that. Um, what? Nothing. It's a great segue.
1: I didn't know, yeah, I didn't know that was the name of a song. Yeah. <laughs> and that was on the tail end of like, don't do drugs. <laughs> don't get me wrong.
2: Don't get me wrong. I love.
0: <laughs> I can't say it. It's like I—that was the perfect place for a joke. This is don't a, get me wrong. I love alcohol. This is a family program. <laughs> <laughs> and don't do drugs. Stay in school. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love when people hurt themselves. But
1: <laughs> and also a great song. Don't get me wrong. And also Show Me by the
0: Pretenders. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that was my uh, my version of it. Thank right. you. Good night. Yeah. Uh, Joan Jett coming in at number seven. Yep. Founding member of the Runaways. Again, another like huge band uh, for uh, for that mood for. Rock mm-hmm. and female—the female presence in rock, having the Runaways there, which has like this punk rock, hard rock, mainstream rock, heavy metal-ish thing that was happening. Blended sex appeal, and femininity with an aggressive attitude, which is which is different for the day. Because if you think about the early '80s, the '70s, it was like feathered hair, right. microphone, yep. glossed face, going yep. yeah. right, yeah, like and. Yeah. It's different. Right. You can see, like, a punk rocker up there.
1: Yeah, no, it, um, Joan Jett, I love rock and roll.
0: Yeah, I want to get back to that. Um, no, no it's, that's not the song I, I wanted to get back to. But, I, yeah, Bad Reputation, yep. Crimson and Clover, um, yeah, I love rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I hate myself for loving you is the one I wanted to talk Am about.
1: Loving you? We can't play it on air, but let's all take a good 30 seconds in silence. And yeah, think
0: about all these tunes. Play it in our heads. So, I hate myself for loving you. I have, like, a, like, what do you think of the whole football, Monday Night Football? Uh, touchdown in sports. Home run, right. But they use that tune, they redo it so that they have like a, you know, like a, a pop singer redo it with football words, football names. I did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, little, it's a little hard to take and heard, people love it. I've heard Tweezer by the band Fish. Played on Monday Night Football. I'm sure you have. Yeah. But what I'm saying is there's like, Sorry, uh, what's the name of the person press. that does that? Does anybody know? Sings a song on Monday Night Football. I yeah. kind of, I tune out when it when comes Weird on. Al Weird Al Yankovic. Weird Al Yankovic comes on with yep. a dress. Yep. But it's like a really famous singer. Uh, Maddie, do you know? Um, Maddie, know, by the way, thank you for uh, producing, co-producing, executive producing the show. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. What's the name of the singer that, that does... What um, is it, like a... Like a, I can't wait for Sunday night. I think they redo it. And it's the, the music and the lyrics for I hate myself for loving you. Okay.
1: Can you I can't wait for Sunday
0: night. <laughs> yeah, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> if that was it, it would be way better. It would be hilarious. <laughs> I hate myself for loving you. Something, um, something to that effect. Does anybody know on on the Facebook of this? three right? people watching, including me and you? <laughs> Are Jets iconic Sunday night
2: football anthem. I think, like, I don't know. Carrie
0: Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Uh, two, uh, one headlight. No, that's the Wallflowers. That's the I think Joan Jett was involved in this. Though. She was involved in the most re- recent iteration of it. Yeah. This
1: what song do I think They've of?
0: been redoing it for a while. I don't know what the backstory behind it's it is. It's not
1: one headlight, but it's the one where she talks about breaking a headlight on a car.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Out of anger. I don't, I don't follow her. Oh, um, Carrie Underwood? Before yeah.
1: Before He Cheats? Before He Cheats. Not by The Wallflowers. Yeah,
0: it's not a pre-football song. No. It's not, it's not a banger.
1: Although, maybe it could be what with uh, Deflake Geek.
0: Maybe. And uh, Tom Brady. I'm impressed with your footballness. I know about Deflategate. It was hard to get away from it at the time. Do you know about Tom Brady using his kids on the list? Yeah. I didn't need to know that. (laughs) I'm I'm anti-Tom Brady. Like, I'm not a supporter. Uh,
1: My brother's dog is named Eli, after Eli Manning,
0: who plays uh, sports. He does. He plays the football. Yeah, American football. The football, yeah. Uh, Number six, Kim Gordon.
1: Yes. Yes, Kim Gordon.
0: Sonic Youth. Yeah. A huge band for me growing up. Especially with my friends, just a lot of like art sound rock. Out, like avant-garde like Very.
1: like pre-Radiohead, post uh, other things. Yeah. Um, if you
0: if you like smashing your the sound of of feedback, yeah, and people singing over it, yeah. this is the band for you. Um and if you've been waiting for it all your life, go by, go out and find Sonic Youth seeing Kim Gordon on
1: this list um, I think added a lot of so like uh, I've, I've started to approach these lists with like big grains of salt you know and uh, what are the metrics being used in this and that but like I like seeing Kim Gordon on this list because yes Sonic Youth was extremely influential uh, in the, the course of rock but it also kind of points to a lot of the diversity in genre on this list it wasn't all power ballads with heavily reverbed snare drums yep. Kim Gordon used her, and I've said this before about other people, but she used her voice like an instrument in ways that had not been done before. Maybe right. maybe pioneered, you could argue, by... Uh, um, uh, now her name's not in my head. In the 60s, Janis Joplin. Maybe.
0: Janis Joplin, though, there was more of the there was actual a, singing. Yeah, like singing. This is like... Yeah, she... As a... Uh, She's like the person who
1: discovered, like, oh, I can do pinch harmonics on a guitar or, oh, check
0: out this feedback sound for the voice. The band released six total albums on independent labels before the end of the 80s. They would have, they released nine studio albums on the major label DGC, uh, beginning with Goo. I actually have that record. Uh, Gordon was also a founding member of the musical project Free Kitten. Yeah, I mean they—they're—they're they're just a force, and, you, and if you're into uh, anything that doesn't sound normal, yeah, then you need to listen to them. Uh, number five, Stevie Nicks.
1: Oh yeah,
0: Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks for sure. Fleetwood Mac. They, uh, yeah, I mean, what could be said about Stevie Nicks? South Park. I think she sounds like a goat.
1: Yeah, I never got that. Vibe. It's like
0: the way that she,
1: yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I guess. He <laughs> just did a goat sound.
1: <laughs> was, those are early days of South Park. But she's like got like priorities. the
0: most one of the most recognizable voices of yeah. the time. Yep, I yep, think yep. over over the years, a lot of rock singers don't take care of their voices. So it just even like Bono. If you listen to Bono, his voice has gone way downhill over the years because of the the abuse, mm. the, the the not taking care of their voice, and then you can just put a ton of stuff out of that. Yeah. And non-sleep bonos. You, t- you
1: talk to any of our vocal instructors here, like they'll teach you all th- how to sing, but like there's such an emphasis on like how to take care of, take your, care voice. of your voice.
0: Yeah, so, uh, like talking all day is not good, like singing I've all day is not learned. good. I've never learned how to do that.
1: Do you remember the concert we did here where I had to front, maybe you weren't here, I had to front the house band for it was, uh, um, an Iron Maiden song? No, it wasn't Iron Maiden. It was something. where Metallica? I, didn't, I didn't say that way up here. Rush? No, it wasn't Rush. It was it was like Iron Maiden or something along the... Death Leopard. It was Death Leopard. It was... Uh, I forget the name of the song. But I like didn't even do it falsetto. Pour some sugar on me? No, it was uh, I Wanna Rock. Oh, I wanna rock. Yeah, I wanna... And I didn't do <laughs> a falsetto. I did it from the gut. I and wanna it, rock. It hurt. And I didn't do it down an octave either. And it hurt me and it hurt... The audience
0: that was sitting. I'm glad I wasn't there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I might not still be working here.
0: <laughs> if hard. I was there and I saw that? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen... No, no. I, I, I enjoy rough. you on stage because there's a joy f- that comes from you that is like, oh, he's okay. He didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> they had to take me off the stage like James Brown at the end of a, <laughs>
1: a set. They just encapsulated me in a robe and just, like, led me off the stage.
0: She's got her distinctive voice, like I said, and I say the, I say the, the goat thing in... You know, in jest, like... Of course. Say what you want about that. But um, Rumors, man. Rumors mm. is a 70s album, not an 80s album. Correct. And it's, it's one of the biggest uh, album selling albums still today. It's just huge because of that, that, that TikToker that was on his skateboard Oy. going down the, the block, and now he's got a billion <laughs> followers and making a living.
1: I just finished teaching uh, The Chain, and also, um, I think it was Landslide? No, not Landslide. I have taught Landslide. What's the other really famous one? Um. So many.
2: Wait, I was just thinking.
1: The chain, the chain, and then uh, dreams, dreams, dreams. Yeah, just recently topped both of those.
0: Such a good, such good albums. And then she did a lot of collaboration in the '80s with Tom Petty and a bunch of a bunch of people. Uh, one of the greatest songwriters of all time, I'll definitely say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the is the only woman to be inducted twice into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is that right? That's what this says. I
1: don't know. You can only be uh, you could be in there twice. Well,
0: she was in there as as.
1: Stevie Nicks, Stevie and then, then also Stevie Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's garnered eight Grammy Award nominations and two American Music Award nominations as a solo artist. Yeah. Uh, and without the '80s, she would not be here today. She's numerous awards, Fleetwood Mac, including a Grammy Award and five Grammy Award nominations. So, not uh, enough can be said about Stevie Nicks. Number four, Anna Nancy Wilson. That's one. That's two people, not one. Right. Heart. Barracuda. <laughs> Although I think that's a 70s song. Let's look it up. Alright. Look it up, 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 look it up. Look it up. <laughs> okay, uh, you want to give us your rendition of Landslide, I could tell you were about to... Uh... Oh yeah, it was 1977. Oh, I knew I was wrong. Ahhhh. boo. Again, these lists are just... Always disappointing. Uh, who, where do we get this list from?
1: Liveabout.com.
0: Liveabout.com, obviously not using their eyes.
1: Well, look, it's uh, they. these uh, women uh, were in 80s rock. Yes. Oh, okay. Like, they were still from the 80s, even
0: though some of these songs were from their, the 70s or the 90s.
1: Their yep. careers may have started
0: or ended before the 80s, but they definitely took place during the 80s. The band's popularity did decline during the 80s. They had a couple of tunes uh, that were like ballads, um, specifically, that that kind of brought them a little bit more together. And um, yeah, and Nancy Wilson is a fantastic guitarist. Oh, yeah. Fantastic guitarist. And Anne has a great voice. I think and also brought the, Anne's a singer, right? I want to get that right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ann brought. Um, she brought attention to weight issues when it comes to lead singers, mm-hmm. and how she struggled with weight, and it's a real thing. She struggled with it. Um, she like practically starved herself, and then she just she was. She brought out like stories about like how it's okay to be yourself, yeah, a pioneer as a the woman on stage, of yeah. no matter how you look. Yep. So it's like we've got this false agenda when it comes to. Women on stage, and, and it's
1: it's really like something because you know when when you're listening to music, you don't see like if you're listening to an album or you're listening on Spotify or to it, you don't see the person. It really
0: shouldn't matter what the person looks like. It's just that that's the the narrative that was formed it should never matter what the person looks. like. I know. But well, that's the narrative. With, especially that's, with music, the whole point is the sounds you're making. Yeah, right. So it has absolutely nothing right. to do with it. Let's take it back to our, like. Like the most basic level, with you performing, and then you see somebody else performing, and maybe you're younger, and mm-hmm. like you're just whatever, seeing that person for the first time. Like there isn't there's an attraction to not only the the, the the person but the sound, right? And then all of a sudden it became you know once marketers got involved, right? Those dirty marketers, people and businesses.
1: Well, it's like in the '60s with the the uh, the, the color TVs coming into fruition, uh, John F. Kennedy getting that many more points in the polls just. I mean, because he was handsome. He also yeah. had, he was a you know, progressive at his time, had some legitimately good ideas. and uh, Did okay. Uh, did better than Nixon. Uh, but that was his, who he was running against. Yeah, Nixon, this old, ugly dude, and handsome, John F. Kennedy. Sweaty.
0: Yeah. Sweaty dude. John F. Kennedy famously did not sweat. John F. Kennedy doesn't know who Hard is because he unfortunately got uh, shot. Uh, Why he, do you keep
1: bringing us th- to such <laughs> dark
0: spaces? Tune in tomorrow where I talk about death and destruction. I'm just going to... More major chords. More major chords. <laughs> it's just, I had a post yesterday about this. is true. Yeah. Now, Hart has um, sold over 35 million records. That's 34.99999 more than I have. Mm-hmm. 20 top 40 singles, mm-hmm. seven top 10 albums, earned four Grammy nominations, distinguished career. They should be very proud of it. And um, a four-decade span of top 10 albums that is a record for a female fronted band. Yeah, Perfect. Three. Moving on. Annie Lennox. Oh, yeah. The Rhythmics, man. Sweet Dreams. Um, bum 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 bum. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lennox layers of keyboard could easily be, uh, lead observers to the conclusion that arrhythmics is a strictly pop group. However, massive hit Street Dreams, Sweet Dreams. Not Street Dreams. That's my dream. Street dreams. Um, and, and here comes the rain. Here comes the rain again, great tune. Boasts a rock music fullness, even without the customary guitars common in, in that genre. Who wrote this? It's me. good. I know. Yeah, it's it was just, really good. It's very eloquent. And, and Maddie, that was excellent. Uh, I love it. Great job, Maddie. I don't know if all of that was me. It might have been some. Uh... Fault. some so no, That was really clear. good. Early yeah. in the, like the rhythmic's career, uh, <laughs> Lennox was known for her androgyny. That's another thing. Yeah, she was known for her androgyny. I remember going like, okay, and uh, that's that's a that's a thing for the '80s. Like it was it was a new thing, and yeah. people were going like, there's always like somebody very
1: fashionable. And
0: yeah, it was becoming less taboo. She's an activist, and uh, her orange bus cut was fire. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Fire. Look, I mean... Like it looked really cool. You put, you put a picture of Annie Lennox in this picture with the orange buzz cut and that uh, suit? That plaid suit? You put that next to some Ziggy Stardust? You tell the difference. Yeah.
0: yeah. So a woman doing that in the 80s was new. And uh, she, fun fact, she appeared with David Bowie with and the surviving members of Queen in 1992's Freddie Mercury yeah. tribute. Yeah. Concert at London's Wembley Stadium. Very cool. Very British. Moving on to number 2 and 1 here in the top 10 of all time but some person picked all the stuff. I'm sure we're leaving people out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Benatar. Here we go. Give it to us. I don't know.
1: What it is. <laughs> uh. Yes. uh. Hit me with your
0: best shot. Yes. Uh, hit me, yeah, famous for hit me with your best shot. Treat me right. Shadows of the night. We belong. Come on, man. You talk about ballads. We
1: belong. We that, uh, that that program, that
0: programmed. I don't know if that's programmed actually, but that that drum beat is is pretty cool. And um, but she's got one of the greatest voices, I think. Of women in, in during that time just powerful, and she was fun fact. She was this big. She was literally three inches tall. Wow! They carried her around in the pocket, and wow, then they put her on stage, and then they had it was like. Uh, it's all camera tricks, Mr. Bill. Okay, yeah. was
1: like Thumbelina.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Not a lot of people know that.
0: Yeah, it's a fun. If you didn't know that, look it up. It's mm-hmm. totally true. Mm-hmm. Uh, her influence on the women of uh, the future of women produced rock music is undeniable, mm-hmm. according to this. But she. Also has managed her feats uh, with uh, femininity intact. I don't know why I said that. I started with that. I should have started with the first sentence. (laughs)
1: Femininity.
0: Not my words. That's the word of a website. I don't know. I don't know. It came out of nowhere. Her femininity is intact. Oh, okay. Which is good.
2: Uh, I mean, it's not
0: even necessary. I don't know why we that's in there, but it is. Not my words. Not 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 Maddie's words.
1: words. More than I can say for myself.
0: Yeah, I mean, she's. She definitely inspired. I know if Melissa's watching, is she? Uh, nope. No, she, um, that the, Penna- the Pat Benatar style back then, like the We Belong style, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the heavy shade, the, you know, let's put on some leg warmers and just run around thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And rock. Plus the guitarist in that band is really good too. And it's been, it's, I think, is part of the duo in the songwriting, if I'm not mistaken. But Pat pentatar number two. Uh, we've got we've got another feature to get to. So we got number one. Number one. Number one. Number one, number one. None other than Tina Turner. Yeah, that's right. You can't deny it. Yeah. Known as the Queen of Rock and Roll, she rose to prominence as a front woman of Ike and Tina Turner before launching a successful career as a solo performer. And again, the the plight of the female performer, besides you know, you're talking about weight issues, you're talking about uh, you know We'll t- call it vanity. Whatever, whatever it is, marketing. Mm. The story of Tina Turner's rise to fame and what Ike did to her. If you watch anything about her, it's she, he was abusive. There's a new documentary
1: coming out on HBO about
0: Tina. Uh, I, I
1: don't know when it starts, but I saw an ad for it the other day.
0: Yeah, I can't wait for that. And those aren't th- these are these are are as far as I'm concerned, women-focused Problems. You're not going to find the reverse of that. No. Very often, if ever. No. You're not going to find uh, a male getting on stage getting beaten before he gets on there. No. So it's just ridiculous. But the, what, she, what she's able to overcome and be amazing in herself and inspire millions of people and also um, you look amazing and be amazing, mm-hmm. her song's Private Dancer, uh, Better Be Good to Me, these are pinnacle 80s tunes. Yeah. Every time I think of it, I think of uh, tuna fish sandwiches for some reason. Sorry, being home, coming home from school, because I was an eighties kid. Yeah, and uh, I'd always have like tuna fish sandwich, and there'd always be music on in the background. And these tunes would always be. Oh man, I had way cooler snacks after school. Yeah, tuna fish sandwich. I there. had like
1: pizza lunchables.
0: Lunchables are like filled with chemicals. Yeah, that explains a lot. That's why they're great. Explains <laughs> a lot. That explains the ADHD.
1: Yeah, <laughs> among <laughs> other things. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh private
1: dancer, we, we don't need another hero, the best. We don't it's need another hero.
0: Love. Plus, she was an actress. She was in uh, Thunderdome, Mad Max. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. There ah, she was in, in a long time. Good stuff. And uh, an African-American woman in the 80s uh, performing at the top of her game yeah. and being an inspiration to millions. Mm-hmm. So... at uh, Paving the way for
1: and breaking those barriers because her career started in like R and B soul yeah. uh, funk and then you know those lines are are a lot thinner than you would imagine musically speaking.
0: And she remade herself. Yeah. She went from the, the those 60s, the R and B days to an eighties dancing with 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 all all that.
1: Yeah, etc.
0: Yeah, because I don't want to focus on like just the. Uh, the the performance it's it's the musician behind all this okay and that is top ten female performer, blah, performers of the eighties we have a we have a bit for that top ten female performers of the eighties I'm gonna create a greatest hits album of all the the transitional atonal things that Kevin said. please I'm gonna do it
1: we could put that on my uh my LP. Yeah. along with spreadsheets and outlines. Yeah.
0: So, we should we should play that someday. But yeah. oh, we can't, right? Cuz there's first, there's, yeah, uh, there's a lot there's of pho- last names and phone the last numbers. names and phone numbers, which <laughs> is an inside thing. Don't worry. <laughs> we didn't we didn't release it to the public. Uh, so, this uh, concludes. We did pretty good on that one. That was about a half hour. We got to get down to 20 minutes. All right. We
2: can boil but it. But this concludes the,
0: the this portion of the podcast and we are going to unveil Yeah. Kevin, do you want to you want to talk about this cuz this is this is part Um, something that you've been wanting to do for a long time, something I definitely wanted to do, but you got to do it today. Yeah. And talking about students, talking about inspiration and featuring the stories of people, young people, little people, the little people in our pockets. Right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So a year ago,
1: a global pandemic, novel coronavirus, COVID-19 hit. And all of a sudden, all of our studios closed, everything closed, we're all wearing masks six feet apart. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, I've heard of this. As a result, Real Brave hasn't put on a concert, in, and that's one of our things, is find your stage.
0: And if, if I may, this stage is not meant for what we, we're doing. No. This is actually where we do our concerts. Yes. And um, you can't see it right now, but I just wanted to... to we, we're repurposing it right now, because we can't perform. Kevin and I are 12, 15 feet apart. Don't worry. Go ahead. Hello. Um... So we haven't put on any concerts.
1: So like our students are like itching to perform, uh, and so uh, we we started this TikTok concert idea. Uh, there's like 30 people signed up now. It's really exciting. It's maybe 30 seconds to a second, 30 to 60 seconds of a performance of something that you can kill. Yeah. On your instrument. Absolutely crush it. Um, and then we get the video. We compile it with the house band. We mix. We master. And we produce all of it into a little TikTokable. Uh, Instagrammable Is the Graham watching? I think so What's up gram? Hi uh, <laughs> It's Grammys a, uh, Segment uh, And this is uh, the first of many Yeah um, And this is uh, with one of my students, Christian And um, uh, so I, I'd like to present his performance As well as a uh, brief interview that I had the opportunity to uh, 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 share with him earlier today
0: Yeah uh, this is exciting! So, I'm, I can't wait to, to hear about this. Uh, Instagram, you're not gonna be able to see this, unfortunately. You're getting the back, bit the back end version of sorry, yeah, what we're doing. We're, we're trying to figure out how to get this live to you guys yes. uh, at some point. With the there's visuals. So if you go to Facebook, there's visuals. Yep. You can go right down. Click the link tree. I think that's on there. and You should be able to get to the Facebook page, and we're the world premiere of the the first interview and that TikTok video is in there, right? Yeah. So uh, let's let's go there. This is the first time we're doing it, so bear with us one second while we get this right. <laughs> yeah, we hope uh, in a show that's played constantly by
1: technical issues that this works. <laughs> first time trying. Uh, without further ado, here's Christian <laughs> with <coughs> triple Hate. <laughs>
2: Three, two, one, and action.
1: Christian, hello. How are you, bud?
2: I'm good. How are you? I'm
1: doing great. It's great to see you. Uh, Thanks for joining me today. Uh, Are you excited to be here? Yes. Very cool. So I want to ask you a couple questions. We just watched your uh, fantastic uh, concert uh, submission for our virtual concerts. Very exciting. Great stuff. Um, at what age did you realize you wanted to be a rock star? Sorry, let me rephrase. At what age did you realize that you were definitely going to be a rock star?
2: Um, around seven years old, I actually wanted an electric guitar, and I started wanting to be a rock star. But before that, I just wanted to be a musician.
1: Cool. Um, is guitar your first instrument?
2: No, that was actually... I I first played piano and then I did, and then I got a guitar and then I'm getting a bunch of more a bunch more instruments like every single birthday every single Christmas
1: and that's great I heard saxophone is in your future yeah there, cool. there, cool. awesome dude uh well uh you've been with us I guess since you were about seven years old does that sound right
2: six so, right.
1: or nine. So that's like what two or three years now? Yeah. Very cool. Could you tell me a little bit about your instructor and how awesome they are?
2: Um, first of all it's not a they, it's a he. Oh. His name is Kevin. He is awesome.
1: Yes, yeah. I hear good things about that guy. Uh, he knows a thing or two about the music. Very good, very good. Uh, so you take guitar lessons, you take piano lessons. You started on an acoustic guitar, and recently, what happened?
2: I got an electric guitar this last Christmas.
1: And that's the one we just saw in the video, right? Yep. Very cool. Very cool. Um, so this is not this is your first virtual concert, but far from your first concert with us. Yes. Could you Tell us a little bit about your experiences on this stage.
2: It was it's been really fun doing concerts virtually now and on the stage. Um
1: What uh what songs have you performed?
2: I did Piano Man, um I once did in a concert like three songs. Yeah. Piano Man I did, Sweet Home Alabama, I wanna say um Don't Stop Believin. Don't stop believing. Uh, Living on a Prayer. That's
1: right. I think that was your first one that you did here, right? I think so. That was a fun one. Uh, Jump.
2: Yeah, Jump. You Were Not Alone. Did you do that on the...
1: um... You Were Not Alone. No, I don't... I don't think so. But we have done some great tunes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you were in the rock band. We did The Sweet Home Alabama. Stop believing, though it's a lot of fun, uh, and you sing too, you sang on a lot of songs. This TikTok concert, which uh, I think uh, late April, I forget the exact date, but they're all going to premiere on the same day. Um, they're going to premiere on our Instagram. They're going to premiere on our TikTok at Real Brave Inc. Um, very exciting. The the performance with the most likes and shares gets a, a little gift, a little, a little uh, uh a, a reward for that, so we're very excited about that. Um, You have been taking lessons here for quite a number of years, so the word and the phrase practice pad uh, should be ingrained in your very DNA right now. Can you tell me a little bit about practice pad and maybe how it's helped you uh, progress as a musician?
2: Um, Practice pad, whenever I forget something, like I forget a certain, a few chords, on guitar, when I'm playing a song, I go onto practice pad, go onto the skills section, and then I click on whatever song it is, and then I see the chords and it shows me. So I can remember the chords for that song. So when I go onto the stage, I don't need to think, like, what's the next chord? Wait. I don't
1: know. Because you remember, because you check it, you, you log in regularly, and you make progress regularly. And for me, as an instructor, that's such a, a rewarding feeling to see my students getting better and better week to week. Uh, so I commend you, sir, on your dedication to practice and uh, logging into practice app, seeing those notes, seeing those video It's a really cool thing to see just how far you've come already but to just know how far you can go so much potential for such a young man. Uh, Christian, this has been a a thrill for me. Thank you so much for coming on the, on the broadcast today. Um, Everybody watching at home, you can see and you can like and comment and share on Christian's uh, performance. uh, April 19th, I believe is the day. So uh, just stay tuned for that. We'll be posting all about it. Quite a number of uh, really great performances coming out soon so oh hey by the way virtual concerts are great and a lot of fun but have i told you yet that we're going to be back in person on the stage in july
2: no you didn't i don't think
1: so hey guess what return to in-person concerts in july we're really excited about it and really excited to get some more information about that uh soon that's all three locations new jersey queens manhattan we're ready to go uh, 2021, we make our comeback to the stage. Uh, Christian, thanks again so much for joining me, bud. Uh, we have a lesson later today, right? Yep. Cool, man. Well, then I'll see you later.
2: Rock on! Rock on. Bye bye. I think that's it. I
1: believe
0: we're back. We're back? Yeah. For sure? Yeah. Did it work? Facebook! Did it work, Facebook? I mean, did we have success?
1: <laughs> There's not a single comment on this.
0: That's okay. Nope. That's all right. And nobody's it's watching. It's the after effect of the live. Yes. That's That's what it works. We had like over 1,000 views last week. Wow. Yeah.
1: Nice. Uh, well, I, I hope uh, the uh, thousands of people who are viewing right now at home later than now enjoyed that segment. Yeah. Uh, that was Christian. Yeah. He's been taking lessons here for like three years
0: and every week I'm just like blown away. It's about the transformation. Yeah. So, like, when you start something, it's where you start, that's that's a moment in time, and where you wind up is another moment in time. And to hear, like, the story of, like, how people discover music in a, in a day and age where music has been taken for granted, and it's just, it's more like uh it's not a joke, but it's just kind of like a thing that people are just like, yeah, I don't know, I've got Spotify. Right. Whereas when we grew up, it's different. So there's a different point of view that we're coming to this with, mm-hmm. and to show that transformation, I think you did a, a, a wonderful job with that. By the way. Uh,
1: thanks. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. It's always great talking to Christian. Um, I want to talk about real quick. Um, you know, he's an example of like our approach as as a as an institution. Real brave. Yeah. our Goal oriented to- approach. Cause like from day one, the lessons have been geared specifically towards what Christian wants to learn. So right now, in the last, in one of the clips in there for Practice Pad, um, you saw him learning uh, the Michael Jackson, no, the Eddie Van Halen "Beat It" yes. guitar solo, the double tapping. Yeah, and that's not something I would typically show a ten-year-old. Yeah, that's like, that's like PG thirteen guitar stuff. <laughs> and uh, but with Practice Pad and with uh, you know, with that, all the tools at our disposal here, you know it's it's easy, yeah, it's easy.
0: I think the future and what we're gonna be accomplishing with uh, Practicepad and like the the journey out towards uh, the world, we could capture a story from Australia mm-hmm. we have I have one already, actually, and we can cap from all over the world the same thing, being able to help people and I, I, people I've talked to in every continent, seriously are open to this idea mm-hmm. of being able to, to take lessons here. So it's it's going to be uh, interesting. Or it's going to explode. Who knows? But I'm very positive, as you can tell, it's going to be OK. Right. Sure. <laughs> sure. I like to kind of just throw that out there. Like, wait, why did he say that? Yeah. And, uh, and it drives people crazy, I have to I have to admit. People don't like to hear that. They don't like the, the notion that something might not work.
1: Yeah, but you know. Uh, you you gotta fail to succeed sometimes.
0: That's a thing. Every time you do fail at something or you don't succeed, you're making progress towards your ultimate goal. Like uh, like con Edison, Thomas Edison.
1: I had an instructor once who told me if you're practicing and it sounds good, then you're not really practicing. You're just playing. You're just noodling around. Yeah. The 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 growth happens when you're out of your comfort zone, and you're working toward an improvement in something. And that's uh, that's been this last year for us. Yeah. It has not been my comfort zone to, to teach to a screen, but it's, no. I've gotten, I think, all of our instructors have gotten really good at it. Really good. Um, especially with the tools at their disposal. So, um, you know, I'm also positive and optimistic about the future and, uh, and about Christian and students like Christian. And Christian, if you're watching, great job, bud. I uh, can't wait to keep working on that. Sword. It's really
0: great. Really great stuff. Yeah. So, that's going to wrap up today. Uh, this is not the last week in March. No, it's not. And I said that before. This is the wrap-it-up of um, Women History Month. Yeah. So we still have another week. Right. We have plenty of content.
1: So, yeah, there is. Uh, viewers, if you're watching and you want us to, like, uh, talk about your favorite uh, female artists, by all means, leave a comment. Yeah, uh, leave a comment. Like, comment, subscribe. Ring that, that bell. Hit that bell.
0: Do it. Do it, do it. Make it happen. Uh, so next week, another episode of this. And hopefully we'll have a, another student story or something to sure. tell. Yeah. Uh, but beginning in April, that'll be part of the program, and it's been a pleasure. Remember to like us at Real Brave Inc. on all the platforms. Um, please comment below on anything that you your takeaway today. That would be really great. You can also uh, contact us, come to one of our locations, or sign up for Practice Pad. Practice Pad is an online resource for lessons, gets its own video rooms, gamification. It's really fun. And uh, that's it. That's all I got for today, Kevin. Thanks for, for being you, and you bringing you here. You're welcome. Uh, 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 real brave life. Yeah. Thank you, Maddie. You did a great job today. And Maddie. And that's it.